The views expressed by speakers are their own and may not necessarily represent the views of the IMS. Hello, I'm Dr. Marla Shapiro. I'm a member of the board of the International Menopause Society. And today we're joined by Dr. Toby de Villiers. Dr. de Villiers, please introduce yourself to our audience of women who have joined us today. Thank you, Marla. My name is Toby de Villiers. I'm a gynecologist by trade, but I specialize in bone health issues and hormonal issues. And it's my pleasure to talk to you today. So for a lot of women, um, we focus on as patients, as women coming to see our healthcare practitioners, we focus on breast health. We think about our heart health as we're getting older. We worry about our blood pressure and our blood sugar, but bones just does not seem to be on the agenda of most women, particularly if they don't have pain. Um, Mola, I, I don't blame them because we get brought up with the idea that um, once you die, you have a bony a skeleton and that remains in your coffin for wherever. And if you dig it up, it will still be there. So we think about it as absolutely dead tissue, but nothing is further from the truth. Bones are actually living tissue. Bone has got their own blood supply. It's got their own nervous supply. And uh, best of all, um, throughout your life, um, your bone, the old bone is removed by certain of the cells, the cells eating holes in your bone, but that is in order to make place for new bones being made by the other bones. So if you actually think about your bony skeleton, it is completely replaced every five years. You have a new bony structure, and that is extremely important in able to keep the body upright. And the as long as the amount of bone being taken away and the amount of bone that is being added on equals each other. We are in a good space, but if you are removing bone faster or if you are renewing bone slower, we can end up in a situation where bone strength actually goes the wrong way and then your body is not able to protect itself from a fracture when you fall from own body height. Now, that is normally a function of aging. Every year after the age of 50, both men and women will lose about 1% of their bone density, which we can equate at this stage to bone strength. But in a woman, in the first five years after menopause, with the withdrawal of estrogen therapy, there's accelerated bone loss, which puts them on a bit of a slippery slide compared to men in that they will always have a higher incidence of fractures at an earlier age um, than men. So the, the main thing is to, to know when to start really thinking about your bone. Fortunately, before menopause, it will be exceptional that you will have a bone problem, and that will be normally secondary to something else. So under certain circumstances, um, uh, for instance, when you have to use lots of steroids, for other conditions, your physician will feel that it's important to focus on bone health before 50. But after that, it's really at the age of the menopause when you should start thinking about what you can do for your bones. So we have a saying that the most important thing is to have a healthy bone or bone-friendly lifestyle. So what do we mean with that? So the first thing and foremost thing that people will ask us is, uh, it's probably my diet, it's probably in taking calcium supplementation. Well, that's partly true, but not the whole truth. 
it is important to see as, as you get older that you have enough protein firstly because bone is actually built on protein and it's a very easy equation you need about one gram of protein for every kilogram that you weigh secondly that that protein matrix of the bone needs then to be calcified in order to give it strength and for that it's basically calcium is the main metabolite that that we find there so you need about a thousand milligrams of elemental calcium per day but you can just do that with your your diet especially if the diet is rich in dairy products so that doesn't mean that you have to use a supplement but today on the internet and the app stores you can buy calcium calculators there's one for free from the international osteoporosis foundation which in 10 minutes by just filling in this stuff you can work out if you're getting enough and if you're not getting enough it will advise you on how to get it with a normal diet this second one is uh, vitamin d now, vitamin d is very much in vogue at the moment uh, it is important because that is the vitamin that your body needs in order to take up calcium from the diet so there are various um, ways of of uh, or let me put it this way with calcium you cannot do a blood test as your your body maintains calcium in the normal ones you have to calculate it with the calculator but with vitamin d it can be measured you can do a blood test so if you suspect that you are not getting enough sunlight because you need sunlight in order to convert um, certain elements in your skin to make vitamin d then it can be measured and, uh, but just be careful that you have a knowledgeable doctor in how to interpret that, because there's also been various levels set. But, and if you do need extra calcium, well, that's very easy to actually do that. Um, you don't get a lot of it per diet, so then an, an additional supplementation would be in order. And it's mostly about 800 milligrams of uh, international units of um, vitamin D and it's very cheap that can be used. So that's firstly your diet. So we say you should optimize your calcium and vitamin D status. Just remember, just taking calcium tablets is not gonna keep the uh, osteoporosis from your doorstep. It's only if you have a shortage of calcium that additional calcium would be beneficial. Um, the second thing is um, the lifestyle factors. Please not to smoke. Um, because that's very bad, not only for bone, but for many other things. So that's an important one. The third one is not to abuse alcohol. So what does that mean? It's got different meanings in different parts of the world. But generally, we say you should not have more than two um, glasses of wine or two equivalents of, of alcohol per day. So that still leaves you quite a wide horizon there. And then exercise. Now, exercise has been shown to be good for virtually everything in the body. And normally it's about 25 minutes of walking, um, about five to six times per week. But once you get hooked on the walking, you're going to have, want to have to do it every day, weather permitting. Now, walking is good for many other things, but it's especially good for your bony structure. Because what happens when you walk is you actually fight against gravity. And that fight with gravity that you're having stimulate the, the cells that make new bone. Um, so if the astronauts go up and they go out of the gravity field when they come back, 
they've lost about 1% of bone for every one to two days that they um, outside of the gravity field. So that is the first important thing is just to get the bone friendly lifestyle. The last bit included in that, which you can't always help is not to take in any drugs that are not good for bone, but your doctor will advise you on that. I mean, if you have to take corticosteroids, you have to take it. And then when you're 50, you should just look at the normal other risk factors. Your doctor can do that for you. So if you have a BMI less than 20, you are at risk. If your mother or father had a hip fracture or osteoporosis, you are at risk. And then if you suffer from certain um, diseases, for instance, uh, rheumatoid arthritis or other forms of, of, of autoimmune disease, you can also be at risk. And But then your doctor should help you in working out your actual risk of fracture over the next 10 years. And if that exceeds certain values, we can go to specific medication. But that so is think, the Toby, last step. I think, you know, it's so important for um, women, firstly, to have an awareness. So I think that you've given us a really good bone basis in terms of what women should be talking about in terms of their lifestyle, their health, their diet. It's never too late to adopt a bone healthy lifestyle and perhaps look down the generations to make sure that your younger children are getting enough calcium and D. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and giving women something to think about that's in their control in terms of thinking about their bones and how they can live their life to best achieve an ongoing healthy bone mass. Thank you, Marla.